What do you say, Zach? That's what it is. Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do 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 do. There it is. Just for you, buddy. We teased it last week. Here it is. I love this song. Every time I hear it. Have you ever seen them perform? No. Saw them at Irish Fest a long time ago. Day. Let's just let it run. Climbing up the top sail, I lost my leg. You know, after garage party, Claire can't park in here for days. I believe it. <laughs> Top of the evening to you. Top of the what, evening to you. Depending on what side of the world you're on. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day to, to you To the indeed. dedicated listeners of Trips Right with you and me. Yeah. I'm Ralph. But I'm... Di- Wait. <laughs> uh, you got me. I you got, got you. me. I'm Dave. You got me that time, and I'm Ralph. That's Silly Billy across me is Ralph. Hel- and... h- hello. Hello. Yeah, we uh, decided to turn on our microphone, open up our computers and phones, and invade your ear holes for an hour or two. And yeah. I feel very excited about our episode tonight, Dave, for so many reasons. First main reason is, is a garage party. Garage party. Garage party. We're in the garage. I've been running the propane heater yep. for a solid hour. It's yep. nice and toasty. In I'm here. sweaty, actually. This isn't. This is not a uh, an insulated garage. No. And yet here we are. Yeah. It's, Comfortable. It's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. Comfortable. You did well, sir. Uh, thank you. So uh, so we're toasty. We're in the garage. Cigars are lit. Drinks are poured. We are Irish today. I mean, we are toasty in more ways than one, too. Uh, yeah. Toasty that way, toasty this way, mm. toasty that uh, way. Yes. Or it's a We're three, the toast of the town. It's a, it's a three-way <laughs> toastmeister. Dave. Ralph. I have a very serious question for you. Always I'm, bet on black. I'm not, making, I'm not messing around right now. And I saved it to ask you on the air. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm not proposing or anything. Well, you're, you're already taken. <laughs> okay. Serious question. Serious answer. As you know, my wedding... Is coming up in, well, let's see, three months from Friday. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Juneteenth. Coming, coming up quick. So tonight, Claire and I were stuffing envelopes and getting the invitations ready to send. You have yours in your bag. I do. I'm all set to give it to the wife. Do not forget to give it to the wife. It'll be her responsibility once it's in her hands. <laughs> Prom date will be very upset if you keep that from her. Yeah. Because um, if you don't RSVP, you're out. So... 
Could uh, I just RSVP right now? Is that possible? Or is uh, there... No, you have to go online. Oh, that's it's, it's on the knot. It's an online uh, registry. Okay. Anyway, no, don't do it while we're talking. Okay, so here's my question for you. I have one, possibly two members of my wedding party that are possibly too COVID concerned to come. They haven't said it yet, but I'm mm. getting that vibe. And Dave Dvorak, I would like to ask you right now that if I need a replacement groomsman, will you stand up there with me? Wait, wait, no, let me wait. Maybe I should say this. Will the Catholic Church allow you to stand up there next to me? Why not? <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted the cheers. Will you? I accept. Cheers. Nice. Consider yourself an honorary groomsman who I may need. Okay. Don't get too excited yet, but I just wanted to grease the wheels a bit. Consider them greased and consider me. Mm. In the bullpen. Will prom date be jealous because she and I have known each other so much longer than I've known you? No, because she can't be a groomsman. Yeah, that's true. She's not a dude. Well, no, no my sister is a groom's lady. Don't tell Molly that, though. I won't. And she won't listen to this, so we're okay. That's what I figured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she listened to, like, the very first two or three. I'm already having issues. Hand me the doing? torch. I know. Yeah, she listened to the very first two or three, and then she fell off from there. Uh, have you told her about my new podcast? Because I feel like she generally finds Ralph pretty entertaining. She might like my new one. I mean, it doesn't involve you. I'll, I think, send, I'll I send, think send it to her. she knows about it. I'll send it to her. Yeah, you send it she to her. She thinks I'm pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, Dave, we have a lot to talk about tonight. I'm we glad a, I got that out of the way. We have a lot to <laughs> digest. Yep. Now, do I have to get fitted for a tux? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. So we'll know, I mean, once the invitations go out, mm. then the certain people who are being wishy-washy are going to have to decide, and I'm sure. going to pressure them a little bit. wishy-washy. So we'll find out. We'll okay. find out the deal. Right. We'll, we'll come to something. Okay. Um, I, I, won't, uh, I won't do too much to you unless we get to that point. I just wanted to make sure you were willing before I uh, did anything else. Yeah. I'll be in the bullpen. Bring out the righty. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dave signaling his right arm. Yep. All right, so we got a lot to talk about. Because if I were a lefty, I would are, not be in the bullpen. Are there ear holes ready for all of this? I feel like we actually have a lot to go through today. We, we do. I mean, we have a lot of content. We have a lot of content. We have a lot to go through. I a don't lot think to we'll be under an hour. Tonight. Unwrap a lot to unpack. Uh, a lot to invade your ear holes with. I mean, we have free agency. And I got a lot of Irish music for your ear holes, too. Nice. I like it. It's all Irish tonight. Works. Everybody's Irish today. Yeah. Hey, can you say this five times fast? Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Say Irish wristwatch. Nope, already done. Yeah, it's a tough yeah, one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's yeah. a tough one, yeah. for sure. You're welcome. Uh, do, so, you yeah. know the, do you know the history of St. Patrick's Day? We watched a couple of very short, like, kind of for kids videos today. You know, I it's am actually the, really interesting. I am the farthest thing from Irish, so Me I haven't too. paid any attention. Although I wish, I mean, I, I think being Irish would be kind of fun heritage. St. Patrick was a leprechaun who farted No, no, that's gold. not accurate. No. No, so so Saint Pat, so Patrick, Saint Patrick, he was a pagan in Britain. What is is he a patron saint of something? He, of, I don't know, Ireland. Eventually became so Ireland. So you did a lot of investigating so, on this. No, I got the kids' version. Let me just teach okay. you something quick. Right. He was he was captured and enslaved by marauders. They took him to Irish marauders. What they, was his charges? They, Why was he captured? Just. Because he was there and they wanted slaves. I don't know. So they took... Okay. Will you just let me finish? They took him to Ireland. He served as a slave for six years. Oh. He escaped, made okay. it back to his homeland. Okay. 
That's when he became... Actually, when he was enslaved, was became when he became a Christian. Do you know how he escaped? No. Then he... Uh, well... Did he pose as a guard? That's how I would do it back then. No, my guess is it was, it was much bloodier than the a, version that we watched coup. here. So then he made it back to his homeland. He became like a bishop and stuff. And then mm. he basically went back to Ireland to spend the rest of his life converting pagans mm. in the place where he was enslaved. And then hundreds of years after his death, they sainted him and he was the patron saint of whatever and that's where saint patrick's day comes from i thought you said he was going to go back to ireland to find his wooden leg and that's where shipping up to boston came from from dropkick murphy's that would have been a great story too well if you want to go with that just rewind that's the story all right i like it anyway hey i have a mystery phrase for you you want to disappear all right so that means i gotta step out all right so i'll walk out to the middle of the yard with my with my cigar it'll be quick uh so like count to 20 and come back it'll be quick Count to 25. I will count to 25, and I will be back, my friend. Say, give it uh, 25 Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Ugh, I have to say Kirk Cousins 25 times. Yeah, you All won't right, anyways. I'll do it just for you. All right. All right, dear listeners, the mystery phrase is going to be Ralph saying, good gracious. Or no, goodness gracious. So I can say, great balls of fire. Because he hasn't said that in a while, and I think with all the free agents out there, getting all this crazy money and some of the deals, we may get a good gracious or two from him. So let's get ready for some great balls of fire. That's all I got. So while he's finishing his 25 Kirk Cousins, um, I will say that we have a lot of free agency to talk about. We have some trades uh, that we've done, obviously. I've been ramping up the trades a lot more now. Getting the trade. said Kirk Cousins all those Did times. you really? It was horrible. But I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. So I was just telling the the listeners what they can look forward to this episode. Sure, lots of stuff. Free agency. We have trades. It's been a ridiculous week. That's, I mean. You're wearing your Ravens hat. Yes. You know why. So we're going to have a little Ralph said, Dave said. We did it two weeks ago with Amari Cooper. And we'll be doing it. Do you want to give it now or wait till we get there? I think they probably, well, actually, our super fans know because it was suggested. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it, who was it? Brett B.? Said if you don't talk about Dobbins, that seems I like... I don't remember, but now you just gave it, it was away. E- it was either Tadog or Breppy said, well, if you're talking about somebody Ralph loves more than consensus, it has to be a tight end. I think to, I think Tadog said that, and then Breppy comes in, or J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. And sure enough, that's who we're discussing today, J.K. Dobbins. We will be discussing Just Kidding Dobbins. Just Kidding Dobbins. I did my research one hour ago. I okay. did it as decompression after the wedding invite okay. event that was very stressful. Nice. <laughs> Basically, we've already sent, I'll give you the quick version. We've already sent two rounds of save the dates. And now tonight, as we're getting the invites ready to send three months from the wedding day, Claire and Amram are talking about like who needs to be invited. And I just don't understand why that wasn't already decided. And, for and those, I'm just sitting there like twitching basically, like the vein of my, my head's gonna pop, you know. For those who don't know, your wedding was pushed back due to COVID. You guys have already were already set to wed. It was supposed to be last yep. summer, and now it's gonna be this summer. Right. So a full year. I gotta think there's a lot of weddings that have had oh, to have that happen. Yeah, I'm sure. Either that, or they ones. just couldn't wait, and they just went really small too. That uh, happened too a bit. Right, and that's the main thing for us is we didn't want to compromise. Yeah, we wanted in the church with our 200 some people 
no masks, and that's how it will happen in June, whether they have to drag me out of there in cuffs or not. You did not want the COVID terrorists to win. No, absolutely not. Gotcha. I feel very strongly about that. Good. Uh, I for also was going to mention one thing else. We do know a true Irishman. Personally, or Danny, Danny's really? Irish. Mc, yeah. Daniel McNellis. That's our boy that right was there. Scottish again. Well, I don't know the accent, You're but uh, but that's his that's close. his heritage. So close. you know, if if um if ever I was going to celebrate St. Patty's Day with somebody, I'm going to be contacting him in the coming uh, week here. Well, next year we'll have him on. Yeah, for sure. An honorary St. St. Patty's Day day. He can be the he can be the pagan pagan saint of uh, something. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure something out. For Fair him. enough. Yeah. All right. So, we've got news around the NFL. We've got our JK Dobbins, Ralph said, Dave said, uh, and then we have a keep trade cut. We're going to do a little bit of that. Yeah. But Honestly, we have so much news around the NFL to get to. I hope you have a list up because I really don't feel like uh, I. I have, yeah, I. Uh, you got it all. My hand cramped a wee bit, <laughs> and then actually, Waylon sent me something before I even left, and after I finished my thing. So I'm gonna see if I can find it um, because, it, yep, there it is. The Vikings just got richer in the defensive backfield. Who? Cornerback Patrick Peterson has agreed to a <laughs> one-year, ten million dollar deal with the Vikings. Patrick Peterson Jr. No, like Patrick Peterson. Oh, like it's not Patrick Peterson's son. I thought Patrick Peterson was like forty-five. Forty-five. <laughs> Perennial Pro Bowl cornerback Patrick Peterson. All right. Well, good for him. Yeah. And good for them. Yeah. I mean, nothing could make the Vikings defense worse. So there's that. That's true. Well, if Daniil Hunter decides to be a big baby and and act up more than he already is, because yeah. he wants more money. Oh. But he was out last year. He can't do that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, All right. Well, good for the Vikings. Good for the Vikings. Congratulations to them. So I can... Um, yeah, let's let's start knocking them off. I huh? can start from the very beginning when everything started. Hey, how about this? Before you do that, let me just ask you one philosophical question. It's kind of a quick one. Bring it on. Um... If you're in a league, probably most likely with guys you don't know, mm-hmm. and you post in the chat that a certain player is available, what do you expect the response to be? I would expect a couple offers to come my way through the inbox. Whether direct message or actual right. offer offers, I, okay. Maybe a, you know, sometimes there's like a quick little in the actual chat, what are you looking for? You know, inquiring minds may want to know. But I, guess, of, I guess that's more of my point. Like yeah. in the main chat, what might you expect to hear in front of everyone? You know, I've seen a lot of people now, if we're talking about sleeper, because it's so customizable, is you can put somebody on the block and then you can edit their name and put in parentheses, you know, what you're asking for for them. I mm. see people do that too. But if I put somebody up, I'm going to say, you know, I'm looking for youth. I'm looking for picks. That's what I would expect. So if I put somebody up, I'd, you know, I'd hope to get maybe a, a direct message or two or a trade offer like Big Dave Dizzle and an envelope, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I ask because here's the situation I'm in. I mean, we're all in a couple of leagues like this where trading is frustrating. Mm -hmm. And the dudes don't seem to want to trade. Their values are so far off from your own that it's, like, sick. Um, 
And, you know, I'm, I have certain guys where I, I know that they have value. And so I expect if I put them up that I'll at least have something come my way that's whatever. Yeah. So the situation I had was in a league where, oh, I, I talked to Kurt about this too. How frustrating it is where you have a league with a team that should be a rebuild, mm-hmm. but you can't get anybody to buy your best pieces for, for youth and picks. It's frustrating. So I've got, this is a 14-team league, and I've got Deshaun Watson, McLaurin, Hopkins. Running backs are garbage. Mm-hmm. I might have Goddard, but it's like, you know, I basically wish that I could. I, I've been trying to turn Watson, Hopkins into, like, multiple picks in a player, right? Like, if you're a competitor, come at me, right? So the other day, I just thought, all right, I'm just going to throw this out there. I said, because one that we're going to talk about, Ryan Fitzmagic is going to be in Washington. It's going to be interesting. And he's a gunslinger. So I put in the chat, at all, uh, Scary Terry has a gunslinger at quarterback. Come at me with your offers, but bring your checkbook. You know, just trying to be light and whatever. Like. That's a much better quarterback situation for him than he has had. It's true. The first response, I dare say only response I got, was somebody posting an, a posting a gif of a tumbleweed. Do you think that Terry McLaurin deserves the gif of a tumbleweed? Or maybe were they saying that it was quiet because nobody was saying anything so it was like it wasn't that it no. was right away like who nobody's gonna give you anything mm. i don't understand that's a good piece yeah. and i'm not gonna be unreasonable a late first yeah and a player that's much lower on the totem pole give me a break it was just really it was really annoying i almost said a bad word there um, and that's your job. So, <laughs> damn right it is. You know, stuff started happening, and and I, my response to him was, "Didn't you just trade for Andy Dalton?" Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. The guy who did that literally had just traded for Andy Dalton. Nice. Okay, Andy Dalton. He's on the move as well, but he's not going to be like some sort of fantasy producer, right? It was right. a stupid deal. And his response was. I made the playoffs and I have my first next year. So who's laughing now? Touche. <sighs> Dennis Spearson. Touche. Yeah, and that's not even the worst trader in the world. So oh. anyway, that's my story. All Should right. we get into it? Yeah. So Thanks you, for humoring me. No, it's fine. That's what I'm here for. Um, so you had mentioned Deshaun Watson. Have you heard about what just came out about him? No. So. I mean, I've caught stuff as it's come out, but I have not looked okay. into any of it because I know that's your area. So and I there, just, I like to react like, no, this oh, is, this you know, is naturally. Na- this is non-football related. Did he, he has, kill somebody? He has two civil lawsuits against him now. What did he do? He was being inappropriate to <gasps> masseuses. <laughs> Epstein. <laughs> Uh, one, Excuse me, that's probably too much. One was in March out. and one was in August of last year. There's four total complaints, but only two lawsuits. So the first instance, he whipped out his wang. He brought out the old wang ski, and that's... I remember when this podcast was kid-friendly. 
I'm trying to use his member. He whipped out his... That's worse! His, That's worse! His throbbing member. Okay. Oh, jeez. All right, 10 things I hate about you. Uh, and then he did something else inappropriate, and someone took it as a threat. So, um, yeah, so four complaints, two lawsuits, and I got to think. Is that why people aren't trading for him? Is this bad timing or is this Houston putting this out? Oh, to so that he doesn't have takers. Value? Maybe because you've seen the TV shows and the movies, you know stuff like this happens all the time. Okay, but here's my thing about that though. Houston sucks, right? So there's buzz around him why wouldn't you be trying to get somebody to pay through the nose for him like diminishing his value so you keep him yeah. he's unhappy and he's you, already said that he's not gonna play for them you don't next yeah year. i don't think he'll play i think he'll dig his heels in and not yeah. play how old is he 24 he's not that old he's young yeah so it's he's probably not 24 he's probably more like 25 26 but like i just it doesn't seem that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense that seems counterproductive. That seems like cutting off your nose to spite your face. I don't know. I mean, it's I, I've heard some stories of of uh, execs doing that, like when they trade away people or they let people go. Something comes out about how terrible a person they were, and that's why they let them go. I think this could be, you know, something whipped up and cooked up by the execs. They're saying it's the first they've heard about it, and you know, they're going to keep an eye on it, not condiment about it, but. It's, it's prob- interesting. It's probably why Washington let go of Kirk Cousins, huh? Yeah. Well, he used his nose inappropriately. Something way, something way <laughs> he used his nose. What's bigger? At- nope, 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 nope. Move on. So, have you have you heard and been following all of the free agent acquisitions and the releases, or somebody's going to be surprised to you? You've just probably heard the big ones. I probably have heard all of them unless they happen today i've had a i've had a heck of a day so i'm not sure if something happened today i might not have heard it gotcha so and i'm gonna be mostly it's offense but there's some defensive players that i'm gonna be mentioned too because obviously we do idp we do and these are can be idp relevant sure and i so our focus is gonna be fantasy implications obviously yeah i'm leaving out all the uh offensive linemen you know kickers well, kickers, but uh, like punters and long snappers, there were a couple that. Yeah, I mean, teams. yeah, I mean, offensive line is interesting because it makes. I mean, like Kansas City and Peru, they, they made a couple of additions, yeah. right? And yeah. thank goodness because that looked scary in the Super Bowl. But um, and then uh, San Francisco re-signed their big guy Trent Williams, mm-hmm. um, and he is now the highest-paid offensive lineman in NFL history. His contract is $10,000 more than what Bakhtiari got from Green Bay. <laughs> 10000 more. Sorry, so. that was gross. No, that was good. Um, so Aaron Jones stays in Green Bay. Yeah. He signed a deal, so he'd be there. I uh, I still feel good about I mean, it makes my trade in, in the point per carry hustle look a little worse. But I'm still going to get a top two to three running back in this year's draft for him. And I... You know, he's yeah. still, I mean, he's 25 now. Yep, sounds right. You know, I mean, he got a four-year deal, but he they can yeah. fall off fast. So I, I stand by it. And I read somewhere that it's only really a two-year deal because of how it's worked out. But 
It's so funny how it's funny how these deals are not what they sick, appear to be. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Drew Brees finally announces retirement. Yeah. Um, and then Taysom Hill got a, a big contract that's completely 100% voidable. So they can cut him at any time, which is going to be interesting. Uh-huh. So, and then Jameis resigned one year, 12 mil. Do you get so the impression? Be... I, I get the impression that Jameis will be the starter and Taysom will have his weird role. And that's going to be how it's always been. Yeah. Until Jameis throws six INTs in one game. And then game. they'll switch it off. Yeah. And, and Taysom won't throw interceptions because he's just going to throw slants to Michael Thomas right. all day, every right. day, and then run. Yep. So. Uh, and and then, be fine for fantasy. Yeah, And, and then, they'll probably win games. Yeah, uh, DN Romeo Okwara, who had some big games with Detroit. He's staying in Detroit, so he'll stay put. Okay. Um, John o. Smith, tight end, going to New England. Yeah, for about a day. That was a huge deal. Yeah. Really and was. then, <laughs> and then, well, then they went and got uh, linebacker Matthew Judon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came up big in a lot of games last year. He's one of my number one IDP guy. I have him on yeah. every IDP team almost that I have. Uh, and then they because you get him forever, and on sleeper he's in like the thousands. Like, yeah. why is he ranked so low? Yeah. I don't understand sleepers IDP rankings. And then Bill Belichick says, "Hold my beer," and he went out and got Nelson Aguilar. So Nelson Aguilar is a Patriot as well. Got some money. Patriots wide receiver choices were interesting. Mm-hmm. And you just keep thinking, Belichick must have an idea here. He mm-hmm. must have a plan. He must be thinking he got two for the price of one because it would have cost... He got Aguilar and Bourne yep. for the cost that it would have been one of Ooh. like the like Galladay. Or, yeah, that fell off while you are talking. Don't burn your crotch. That's nah, fine. Um, It'll be the first time. <laughs> Um, uh, for the price that it would have cost for one of like the Galladay right. level or the Juju level, those but kind of guys. But then Bill Belichick yeah. says, "Hold both of my beers. <laughs> I'm going to go get the top tight end. No hands, mom. In free agency, uh-huh. and he went and got Hunter Henry, three year, fifty some million dollar deal. So, so, so this is a break from what Belichick used to do, you know, getting the low-tier guys, cost-saving moves, but they had a lot of money to spend in free agency. So he opened up the checkbook and he he got some offensive players. So what do you think is he I mean, the optimistic fantasy owner is hoping that they're going for a Gronk Hernandez situation. Mm-hmm. But do you think that's actually what it's going to end up being? But they've got Cam, so I know. I think they want to give Cam as many weapons as possible, but also big dudes who can yeah. block as well. Right. I mean, John who's kind of a beast blocking as well, if I recall. Uh-huh. Um, Henry is kind of fragile, yeah. so you know, not so much for him. But I don't know. It just it seems it seems interesting. Like, don't you think their team would have been better if they had gotten either Johnny or Henry and then spent big on one of the bigger name wide receivers? I don't get it. I mean, trust Belichick. In Belichick, I trust. Yeah, so I guess. He and, knows and, what he's doing. And, you know, if they, if all of a sudden, they, if they draft Mac Jones, because I'm hearing that a lot of places, mm-hmm. that he could be the fit and that they could get him. Yep. I've heard that, too. <clears throat> you know, and, and Belichick... I would certainly trust him to scout a quarterback, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. So, all of a sudden, he looks like a genius. And and it, if you've got a if you've got a big fat rookie quarterback who needs some nice easy targets to throw to, 
How about Johnny and, and uh, Henry? That's that's not bad. Or big guys to block downfield for him when he takes off. That's Ooh, not bad either. Ooh, offer sent. I just got a little direct acknowledgement. What do you call it? An, a an at, a shout, and no, shout no. out, an at. You got an at. I got an at. Congratulations. I got an at in the chat. Nice. All right, just remind me during the break. I'll check okay. it and we can talk about it. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe is going to the Raiders. The Raiders? He, rum, 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 rum. I do like Yannick. I mean, he's had a rough go his couple of this last year going from a couple teams but i think he'll be good with the raiders who is he coming from jaguars yeah no the ravens it was jaguars he was on the jaguars i'm not crazy jaguars then vikings then ravens he oh was traded, he's bounced around he was a lot. traded mid-season last year yeah, season stuff like what's why is he bounced around so much do you know I, he, he, he's good he wanted out of jacksonville um, he got traded here to the Vikings, but he just wasn't working out, and so he went to the uh, Ravens. Well, you got to work out. You're an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> you got to pump that, pump that iron. That was funny. <laughs> Dad jokes. Getting Phillip, ready, buddy. Philip Dorsett goes to Jacksonville. Philip Dorsett to Jacksonville. Speedster. Urban Meyer wanted a speedster. He got a speedster. Well, they made the they picked up another wide receiver as well, just today. Who? Marvin Jones. Oh yeah, to I was going to get to that. Yeah. I know, I know you were, but we may as well talk about yeah. it at the same time. So, getting a lot of weapons for Lawrence. Uh-huh. I, I like the Marvin Jones one because he's kind of a, he's a veteran guy, kind of trustworthy, reliable, mm-hmm. whatever, and he can mentor like the Lavisca Chenaults and the and the Charks. I guess Keelan I would Cold Senior as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm hopeful for Chenault and Chark, yeah. but. Um, but Dorsett, I guess that's just purely depth, or unless they're planning on trading one of those other guys. I don't Who know. Who knows? And then also going to Jacksonville, we've got an OSU reunion. Urban Meyer. Yeah. El Guapo. Had, feed him. Had. You got to yep. feed him. That's also what Zeke did. Sure. Um, so Carlos Hyde, that is a very, that is a very non-threatening signing for james robinson owners if you're a james robinson owner you should feel very good that that's who they're bringing in right not that they're necessarily done but that is not somebody who's gonna be the dominant running back no he hasn't been dominant no in a while that's somebody that urban meyer knows can run his system will be a veteran mentor for younger (laughs) guys yeah that's that's he'll, what that is. He'll be a good locker room guy Absolutely. to, you know, carry Meyer's message into the locker room, kind of be like a lieutenant type deal. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And then uh Corey Davis going to the green machine, going to the Jets from you Tennessee. Up, you end up getting any deals for him? Gang Green. Uh no, but I, I've had the, I've had some nibbles. So obviously I came after him wanting a first as well. Mm-hmm. So you weren't you weren't having that. What do you hope now that he has signed? W- was it a good signing for trying to move him going to going to the Jets? Yeah, I mean he he'll I don't really have him he'll sneak in as a number one for Donald if they keep Donald. You think he's number one? Yeah. Because you think do you think Crowder's gone? I, I just think you think it's gonna be him and Mims more or less. Yeah, I, I think Crowder. He's a he's Crowder. A, he's a second guy. I mean, he's, he's not the guy. I mean, he's a slack. I get he's, it. Yeah, but but he's but he's the most productive wide receiver target. Yeah. So that's why I was asking. So yeah. um, so you think he's more of a true number one, mm-hmm. Davis? I but do. he's but he's a lower tier he true is. number one. Yeah. Yeah. 
He's like the true number one until they get their true number one. Until Mims comes around. Comes of age, if you will. Sure. M- matures, if you will. So what, what do you hope to get for him? For Davis, now that he's signed there? I mean, I mean if I- he had gone to the Packers, yeah. you'd be hoping to get something huge. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the Jets, probably less than that. Would yeah. you take a rookie second for him? I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for you know a late first, early second. Don't think you're getting that, though. Well, that's what I'm hoping for. Oh, yeah, you can hope so, all you want. Hope You can hope in one hand and poop in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> you ever hear that? <laughs> Probably I have. Probably it's not poop. That's it's, something. I, I was going to say defecate, but... Well, that's even worse. All right. Uh, Devontae Booker is going to the Giants. How's that? Didn't do, it, do anything for you? No? Well, I mean, he'll be the starter once Saquon falls apart again. Saquon won't fall apart. <laughs> Dude, he's an injury mess, and I don't want him. My guy, Bud Dupree, going to the Titans. Mm-hmm. Bud Dupree's a machine. Yeah, the uh, Steelers know how to produce linebackers. Yeah. That's for sure. And I was really hoping he would stay with the Steelers, but... But that was smart, though. They didn't have Devin Bush for a lot of the season. Mm-hmm. All the whole season? That was last year that he was injured, right, Devin Bush? Yeah, because yeah, I didn't get to start him in, in Westeros. So... Dupree gets a chance to be much more on display with Bush out, and then he works his way into a deal somewhere else. That's good. Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, Trey Hendrickson, we had uh, mentioned him a few times last year. Is Trey, it Troy or Trey? Trey. It is Trey? Hendrickson, D.A. For the, for the uh, Saints? Not anymore. Where'd he go? Going to Cincy. Interesting. Going to Bengals. All right, good for them. Their defense is terrible. That makes sense. Yep. My Minnesota Vikings got D-tackled Dalvin Thompson. I don't know who that is. I believe he was with the Giants. Wait a minute. Hendrickson, Hendrickson is a defensive end, right? Yes. So he'll be opposite Sam Hubbard? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's not a bad combo right there. It's not bad at all. Nice. And since he's not done. Okay. Uh, and then we mentioned Fitzmagic going to Washington. Yeah, gunslinger. <laughs> um, Green Bay placed a second-round tender on tight end Robert Tunyon. So what... What is a second round tender? That basically mean? means that uh, a team's got to give them a second to get Tunyon. But they would still... So if somebody came to them and said, I'll give you a second for Tunyon, mm-hmm. they still have the option. It's not... It's, yeah. But it's just they've declared that's right. how much it would cost. Right. Okay. And Indy did Nobody's the, paying that for him. Indy did the same thing for Zach Pascal. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cornerback uh, Mike Hilton also went to the Bengals. He was with the Steelers. I was going to say he's another Steelers guy. Yep. Okay. So uh, another Steeler defection. And uh, Speedster John Ross goes to the Giants. Oh. Yep. I mean, isn't he just a short Darius Slayton pretty much? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and uh, Galladay is actually visiting with the Giants as well. He wants to be in New York. That's a little more interesting. Yeah, my yeah. sources tell me he really wants to be in New York. Well, so. they need like an actual number one mm-hmm. wide receiver target. I mean, to act like Sterling Shepard and Golden Tate were going to be your receivers yeah. is stupid. And they haven't had one since ODB. So yeah, you know happens. me. Yep. Uh, the Bears are in trade discussions to get rid of Anthony Miller. Okay. So he's going to be gone. Okay. And then we mentioned Andy Dalton. He's going to Chicago. Yep. So Chicago was mentioned as one of four teams that Russell Wilson would want to go to. And uh, they found out that Seattle's not going to trade Russell Wilson. He's staying put. 
So the Bears went with the next best option in Andy Dalton. Ridiculous. So is that uh, a step up from Mitch, please, or is that a step down from Mitch, please? I think Andy Dalton... Because I have my answer, but... I think Andy Dalton has less potential to lose a game for you but less potential to win a game for you. Uh-huh. I think Mitch could piss down his leg and lose you the game, but he could also go crazy and win you a game. He could spark a comeback. He's the ceiling floor, and yeah. Dalton's right in the middle. Yeah. That's what I would say. You know what you're getting with Dalton. He's a veteran. He performed well with the Cowboys. I mean, he was serviceable. I mean, he didn't light it up. He didn't win him a ton of games, but, I mean... He wasn't terrible. And it would not surprise me at all if Mitch please still started for the Bears this year and Dalton was his backup. Until Mitch pissed down his leg again. But I'm not completely out on Mitch. I, I think he maybe he just the learning curve, the, the you know, program he's, he's coming from. He's been there five years. Is it really been five years? This might be the fifth year, yeah. Alright, well, that changes my mind a tiny bit. But I just feel like he was he was a raw one year starter coming in, mm-hmm. and maybe he just needs more time. But I didn't know that he was in five years. That's a lot. Yep. So Marvin Jones, we mentioned going to Jacksonville. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is going to Miami. He'll be a Dolphin. He'll be the third down goal line guy <laughs> for the Dolphins. So does that worry you at all about Tua? No. There were also talks that Tua would be involved in a trade for Deshaun Watson. That seemed like that was kind of not yeah. anything real. But I don't think so. Tua's team, at least for the next year, see what's going on. Yeah. And, okay. So I just, still think they give him – they go wide receiver in the draft. With that top – with that three pick? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you're saying that's so – you, so you're saying Jamar Chase goes there? Yeah. Yeah. Tua to Chase? All day. That'd be amazing. Now, do you think it matters? Or, this thought too, they could trade out of that pick. That's possible too for somebody who wants a quarterback and needs to trade up. I mean, they could get a glut of picks. So, what I was going to say was, you know, Tua played with both Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddell. That's true. So... I think the baller move on that team's part, and they seem like a smart team doing it the right way. Oh, yeah, Flores has got it going on. I love Flores. I mean, to trade back from three and get – so gain gain um, uh, resources uh-huh. and then trade back and get Waddle, who Tua loves, Yeah. now that's the plan. You and I should run an NFL team. You know great that would be? Oh, my God. <laughs> We would not get attached to any players whatsoever. And you're canceled. (laughs) You've put in a great four years with us, but uh, we're moving on. Go back to your mediocre podcast you didn't get paid for. Jamie down the hall has got your paperwork. (laughs) We've got a bus for you. All your stuff's packed in a box. Good luck. A bus? That we have a bus in we the, a, in the facility? Bus. Yeah, we got, a, we got a team bus. Oh, a bus. We have a team I bus. I thought bust, like you and me and No, well, and we'll brass. have a bust. Oh, yeah, it'll oh be, no, we're a bust. It'll be gold. No, we're not a bust. <laughs> Flash in the pan, well, maybe. Now I'm just confused. All right, next. 
Uh, so Brissett, uh, Janoris Jenkins is going to Tennessee, cornerback. Yeah, they've really upped their up their defense. They, they released some... Adoree Jackson. Yep, and they picked up. He was always kind of. Yeah. Um, in an increasing uh, support of Acres in uh, L.A., Malcolm Brown is going to Miami. So they let him walk. Do they still have Daryl Henderson? Yes. So Henderson will be the backup yeah. and Akers will be the guy? Yes. I mean, we always knew Akers would be the guy, but... He's the guy. All right. He's a good guy. Uh, Emmanuel. I, I don't know him. Emmanuel, he well, he's never unleashed his member to a masseuse. Jeez. <laughs> that we know I mean, of. That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> he's never... Gross! Done that before. Continue! <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders is going to Buffalo. Okay. Uh, to, I'm very bored with that. Are you? Yeah. You don't think that's going to help at all? No. In the worst league ever where I can't trade anything for him anyway, I'm just going to no, cut for him. selfish He's reasons. Cut. Okay. Um, and then the Rams traded Michael Brockers, defensive lineman, to Detroit. Really? What did they get? I don't know. Brockers but this is, is this is significant. Well, that's that's a big – that's a hit to that defense. Yeah. Because now this is the second trade between the two teams – after the former director of scouting for the Rams was hired by Detroit as their GM, Brad hmm. Holmes. So that precipitated the Goff-Stafford swap. Huh. Yeah. little nugget for you. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, Jamal Williams, no longer a Packer. Oh. He stayed in the NFC North. Where'd he go? Detroit. Really? Yeah, it's true. Okay. Tyrod Taylor is now in Houston. That's interesting. Okay, so Jamal Williams' role, you would think, would be similar to what Swift excels at. A kind of a good third-down passing guy. Not that Swift can't do everything. Yeah. It's interesting. Swift, I, he can do it all. But I also thought that he would take a major discount to stay in Green Bay and that they'd want him because he's a major locker room guy yeah. and special teams guy. Yeah. But nope. I guess... His his eyes were green like everybody else's. Yeah, I mean, what's what's not to love about Detroit? I mean, come on. That was the grossest thing you've ever said. And you Uh, talk about Kirk Cousins every week. So yeah, Tyrod Taylor going to the (laughs) Texans. Okay, that's basically insurance if Watson leaves. Sure. I hope his lungs okay. See. Oh yeah, when the team doctor stabbed him in the lung, that was weird. Wide receiver John Brown. Going to the Raiders. Rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. So he's like a good version of Tyrell the Gazelle. Pretty much. Okay. Uh, AJ Green, the immortal one, going to. Do you want to guess? He's not a Bengal, uh-uh. but he is going to be on a team. Yeah. Oh, man. I haven't heard that one. Um, where would you think a good fit would be for This will be fun. I want to see where you think a, a good fit for him would be. Um, I could see, well, I guess New England already made so many other picks, so probably not. It's not New England. Um, I could see him being a reliable target for Lamar in Baltimore. Okay. Nope. No? Okay. Um, ooh, I could see him being You're getting closer in the map, though. I could see him being a much-needed receiving target in Philly. Nope. Okay. Get off the East Coast. It's not the East Coast. Okay. Can I get another clue? Go west. I think those were both good ideas. They though. were good. They were great ideas, but go west. Go west. Seattle. No, go south. Uh <laughs> This is this is a weird game. Um 
San Francisco? South, more south. Okay, now you're testing my geography. Arizona. Yep. Really? Yep, going to the Cardinals. Did Larry Fitzgerald retire? He's still there, I believe. So they want the oldest receivers ever. Yeah. So Murray's going to have Nuke. He's going to have A.J. Green. And he's going to have Larry Legend. Yeah, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Boy, I, I think I still have A.J. Green in a couple of spots. I, I think I can squeeze a second out of him. I was uh, trying to get him for a third before he got signed. And, of course, now I was going to say this before, but, you know, when Breeze announced he was retiring, finally, you had a lot of people in on Sleeper make Breeze available for trade, put him on the block. Which is super sleazy. So dumb. Because you're just hoping somebody doesn't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, and I every time I saw, I saw like five times, I, I called everybody out on it. I'm like, come on. Well, and I honestly, like, I, I didn't make any offers, but I almost fell for it because I saw that and I go, okay, this is a league where I could, use, like, if I could pay a fourth for Breeze, I'll yeah. do that because he's only going to make it one more year and I had no known that he retired. Uh-huh. Sleazy. It is sleazy. Sleazy move. Yeah. I mean, and it's one thing to put Taysom Hill up, you know, since for a second he would have been the starter, you know, with all that money he would have got. But, yeah. So then I saw a few A.J. Greens go up. You know, the players that are changing teams, people are trying to capitalize on on the switch. Yep. Um, so, yeah, A.J. Green to Arizona. Uh, Tennessee locked up Fersker and Swain. Okay. So Ferkser seems like he'll be their tight end this yep. year, which is interesting. And I have him in a lot of places on these super deep mm-hmm. sleeper teams. So we'll see what happens. Can I help you? I was getting oh, a that was quite a puff. Thanks. Uh, Tennessee also resigned linebacker Jayon Brown. Okay. Okay. Good IDP uh, player. Marlon Mack resigns with Indy for a $2 million deal for one year. Really? Yep. So last year they had hoped to have JT and Mac as a one-two combo, and then Mac got hurt. So is Hines going to still be there, or do Hines, you think they're going to move on from him? I think he'll be the, the third down change of pace guy. So Mac will be purely a backup, and That's Hines will be third down, That's and JT will get the majority of the yeah. work. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because I, I was hoping, because I've got a few shares of Mac. He's been sitting on my IR in a lot of places. I was hoping he would go somewhere to be more productive, maybe have a shot at starting. Mm-hmm. But, nope. Hmm. Uh, Hassan Reddick, D-lineman. Four sacks in a game, Reddick. Going to the Panthers. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Kickers are fantasy relevant. Yeah, they are. Matt Prater, leaving Detroit. Uh, he looks just like my future brother-in-law. I guess Claire's brother-in-law. That would be my future brother-in-law. Would her brother-in-law become my brother-in-law as well? Her sister's my will be my sister-in-law. What's her husband? Your sister. My my brother-in-law. Still. It's still in-law. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, they look alike. Yeah. He will be joining AJ Green in Arizona. What about Zane Gonzalez? Zane Gonzalez is gone. Well, that's sad. Yeah, so all your Zane shares. Sorry for you. Well, spoiler alert, I don't have any Zane shares. Okay. I do. <laughs> well, good for you. Uh, tight end Gerald Everett is a Ram no longer. Okay. He's in Seattle. 
Ooh, that's interesting for... Actually, that's interesting for him in Seattle, because yeah. I know you like Disley I, more, Mrs. Than, more I than Disley's mom. I love Mrs. Disley's kid. But, honestly, it's... Um, I mean, that's interesting for him, because he always... He, you know, he, he and Higby would both kind of flash, like yeah. if they were the guy, maybe they'd be okay, blah, blah, blah. And then, lastly... Uh, Washington got a big wide receiver. Did you hear about this? Who'd they get? Curtis Samuel. To Washington. Three years, $34.5 million. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's something. And so all this craziness, I should have led with this, but I mentioned last week that the salary cap is going down, right? Right, so it led to a lot of cuts happening. Yeah, so what happened was um, there was a loss of revenue because of COVID. There was a 92% drop in attendance, which makes sense. Makes, well, they weren't people weren't allowed yeah. to come. So this year's salary cap is $182.5 million. Last year was $198.2 million. Okay. So, yeah, that's 8%, $16 million. So something I had to give. Sure. Yeah. Something's got to give. That was a good song. I just made up. That was a really good song. <laughs> and then right. I had uh, uh, Zach Ertz is most likely on his way out mm. of Philly. So I had some trade destinations I was for just going to say, any word of where he'll end up? No, but I got some ideas. Okay. Want to hear? I'd like to hear him, yes. Do you have any guesses first? I mean, I've had a feeling about the Colts all along. Yep, that's my number one. Okay. Reuniting with Reich and Wentz, who I found out is Wentz and Ertz are actually close friends. They're close friends. Oh. They're brothers from another mother's. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I was also thinking the Chargers because they lost Henry. Sure. Yep. I was thinking the the, uh, Seahawks before Everett went there. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was also thinking the Bills because they're not getting any production at all out of their tight ends. Yeah, anybody that's praying for Dawson Knox to become something is probably yeah hoping hoping, hoping. a little too uh, hoping one hand you know the rest. Yep. Yep. So that is all that's happening in the land of free agency, and you know honestly, I'm sure something has probably popped by now because the league. Uh, started today at whatever time, I think three central. Mm-hmm. So that's when all these everybody is able to sign, and you know the trades become official. Yeah. So it's been very exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna check the it. I'm gonna check the wire and see if anything else. <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you check the wire? We'll take a break, and then we will come back with a couple of games. How's that sound to you? Yeah. And I'll check that trade offer I got too. Oh, that's exciting. Plus, I have to use the little boy's room. Why did I click on that? By that, I mean the side of the garage. Right. No, I know what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So we will be back in... In two and two. Two and two is what Dave says. Don't go anywhere. Oh. my favorite Irish band of all time, Gaelic Storm. And this is quite the ditty. Check it out. Let me tell you a little story about a man named Johnny Tarr. He was a hard 
shelf. He can open his bottle and throw back a bottle as quick as the devil himself. Johnny Tar. Johnny what? Johnny Tar. I got another one that you'll really like by uh, Gaelic Storm, so okay. we can we can end with that. But I let's do, I do like when bands like this they actually tell a story in their song. I mean, oh Johnny Tar is a that's yeah. that was great. Yeah, it's classic. I, I figured you might like that. Yeah. Um, and Volbeat does that too. I don't know if you're familiar with Volbeat, but okay. they're they're storytellers. I think they're Danish. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Volbeat. Call it now. Phone lines are now open. They're, they're Danish or something like that. Oh, there it is. Okay, I found I found it. So we'll we'll end with that one. Alright, so They're Danish. Let's in Copenhagen in 2011. Alright, so let's start with this. Uh, I checked that trade offer while we were on the break. And it sounded like it was garbage from your reaction. Well, so here's the thing. This guy, this is this is um cousin Eddie's Superflex two tight end premium league, uh-huh. and I took over an orphan for him. So this was la- like before last year. So I'm very I'm very pleased with my with my squad. I not, maybe I should no maybe I should rephrase. I'm not pleased with my I'm not pleased with my squad, but um, oh, I'm gonna have to find it again. Okay, I'm not pleased with my squad. It's frustrating, but I've I've kind of made some made some changes and. This guy came to me and he really wants LaVisca Chenault. And he basically came to me and he said, like, I love LaVisca Chenault. I want him. Yeah. I'm going to, let's make it happen, blah, blah, blah. And I'm kind of thinking, well, okay, I'm, I'm going to be reasonable. Like, I'm not, but like every offer he gave me wasn't, I would rather have LaVisca Chenault than what he's giving me. Right. So, like, you have to wow me. I, you didn't have to tell me that you're in love with him. But it doesn't really matter because I'm not holding you over the flames. Right. I'm just I'm high on him because of him having Trevor Lawrence coming in. So the offer he just sent me, I would be giving up 
Chenault, my 2022 second, and my 2023 second. And I'd be getting Cam Newton, Mims, and a 412. I know you like Mims, but are you hard uh, up for a quarterback with him offering? Maybe that's his his uh, impetus. I mean, is offering am up a quarterback? I, am I hard up for a quarterback? Uh, I have Josh Allen, Derek no. Carr, and that's it. Stop it, Josh Allen. You are not hard up for a quarterback. So yeah, I, I just, I just like. And you I'm, wouldn't, you wouldn't trade Lavisca for a backup quarterback. No, you I, want something. I would do. I mean, I guess because I know how much he likes Lavisca, I would say Lavisca for Mims and a very minor piece. I guess. But I also think LaVisca's, LaVisca's position looks much more appealing. optimistic, appealing yeah. than Mims's. True. Because he's getting Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. and he's getting a new coaching staff and blah, blah, blah. And so, he has Marvin Jones opposite him. Yeah. It's going to help. So I just, you know, but I also like Cam Newton, no desire at all. Zero. Literally zero. Pan like I had somebody. I mean, I, I had somebody offer me a deal this week that included Josh Jacobs, and I just responded, I hate Josh Jacobs. No interest. Jingleheimerschmidt. I would never, yeah, I would never, ever trade for him, ever. And I was just thinking, Jacksonville now, I mean, their wide receiver room is pretty darn good. Yeah, and crowded, but it'll work itself out. Yeah. The cream always rises to the top. I mean, it'll be it'll be Jones, Shark, Chenault, in my opinion. That'll, yeah. be, that'll be the three. Cole is fourth. Cole fourth. Yeah. And that's a good spot for Cole. Yeah. Keelan Cole will be fourth. Um, all right. Do you want to uh, want to do a little keep trade cut and save JK for the end? I know you want and, to save JK for the end. Or do you want to do JK now? It, it's up to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good either way. Let's do let's do keep trade cut. Okay. So I have two scenarios ready to go for you. Okay. Uh, do, and you have one for me at least? Well, it depends. Uh, what positions are you doing? I'm doing kicker and tight end. Okay. I have a quarterback one for you. Okay. So, so let's. I'll do one. You do one. And then I'll do one again. Okay. All right. So here's your and first one. And I can one. do one on the fly, too. I know you can. If you want to, that's fine. Sure. All right. So let's start with a kicker scenario because kickers are fantasy relevant. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you... Th- Thank you for saying that because yeah, they are. They sure are. I'm going to give you three kickers. Okay. You're keeping one, you're trading one, and you're cutting one. Okay. In a vacuum, you have to decide, etc. I like it. All right. Here are your three kickers. Harrison Bucker. Uh-huh. Justin Tucker. Uh-huh. And Ryan Suckup. Okay. I'm cutting Suckup. That was probably pretty easy. Yeah, even was, though he, he re-upped with the uh, I was just thinking he was, he was on our, the team that just won the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. going to have a lot of opportunities. So, um, so you're cutting Suckup. Yeah, I'm going to cut Suckup. I'm going to keep Butker, and I'll trade Tucker. Interesting. I think I could get more for Tucker than Butker because Tucker's the the hot guy. I mean, he's he's the number one kicker. So I would get more for Tucker than I would Butker. He's the number one kicker in ability. He's not the number one kicker in opportunity. I would go the other way. I would trade Butker because I think he has more trade value because of the offense he's on. Okay. And I would keep... Tucker, personally. I would want to keep Butker because I would get more points. I feel like if you offer up Butker and Tucker, you're going to get the same offers for both of them. They're, really? they're 
1A, 1B. I mean, they're kickers. They're in the same <laughs> tier. They're 1A, 1B. Okay. So you're going to get the same thing, so it just comes down to preference. Okay, pretty much. fair enough. Yeah. All right, appreciate that. You yeah. got one for me? I do. The quarterbacks, huh? Yeah. I'm going to go Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. You're fortunate enough to have all three on one team. You've got to keep one, trade one, cut one. Mahomes, Allen, Jackson. So now we're in this ridiculous scenario because, of course, you would never cut one of those guys. Just but in a vacuum. You're saying I have to decide. you got to play the game. Okay, all right. I want to play a game. Um, all right. I am going to... Gosh, this is such a good cigar. I'm just doing some fil- filler while you while you think about it. All this right. is a, a Gurkha. So, so let good. me let me just start by saying this. I would never actually trade Mahomes. Right. Because that's insane. But if you got the right offer though, that's a complete uh, okay. overpay. But okay, but trade. I but I also think as much as I as much as I want to say that Mahomes is the trade because you can get anyone you want, mm-hmm. I don't think you'll ever actually get that. Does that make sense? I mean... I don't think you will. It's possible. I no. mean, if, if you get the right person at the right time with the right amount of peanut butter whiskey, it's possible. Talk to talk to Brett B. about that. Nobody's ever going to give you the amount that it would cost for you to let go of Mahomes. I mean, think about what it would actually take. It would take... It would take... I mean, I offered... Okay, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, that I offered Josh Allen plus a couple of other really good pieces for Mahomes, and he turned me down. Now, he feels the way I do. You don't trade Mahomes, but still. So I think, setting aside the fact that you would trade Mahomes if you could get... If you truly could get a ransom for him, he's the trade. Yeah. But I don't think you can. Yeah. So for in my world, I am keeping Mahomes okay. because he is the rock solid 25 to 30 points a game every single week, no exceptions. He's a rock star. If you're in a super flex, he counts for both your quarterback mm-hmm. positions. You can have a weak second spot. You can maybe not worry as much about your spot like for a couple of years. You because don't even, he's have, to, he don't even have to have a quarterback in your super flex position. If you've got Mahomes. Well, that too. Yeah. So that being said, I would keep Mahomes. I would trade Josh Allen because he is on top of his game right now. He is yeah. looking like he is just the he's his, his he's value, looking like the second best quarterback right now. His value has never been higher. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure he's gonna keep it going. So I'd like if I can get a monster deal for him, I would like to let go. Mm-hmm. Um and then I would cut Lamar Jackson simply because he could all of the sudden fall apart once that athletic once that athleticism died. Like Josh Allen has shown the jump and improvement in passing, right? For the first couple, you know, for his first however, three years he's been in, is that yeah. all? You know, this will be his fourth year. I believe. Fourth year, so three years in, he looked like he took a huge jump. Lamar Jackson still an athletic freak, yep. but not the passing game jump that Allen did so I'd cut him figuring it's just a matter of time uh-huh. keep in mind I, I do like Lamar Jackson I got I acquired him in Frozen I'm happy to have him paired with Mahomes that's a yep. dynamite combo but I think that's what my choice would be what yeah. would you do I, I would do the exact same thing honestly um, and I you know the more I think about it the more I would compare Lamar Jackson to Michael Vick 
I think they're going to have the same trajectory. trajectory. That's the word I was going to use. <laughs> it's like we're finishing each other's sandwiches. Yeah, no, no sentences oh. is what I was going for. Or thoughts even. You yeah. picked completely sandwiches. wrong. Sandwiches. <laughs> That's a quote from we Frozen. I would eat a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, I would good. kill us. Do you have bread? Oh, man, I'm good. I do. do. you have lunch meat? I don't have anything to put in it. Oh. I got cheese. You want a grilled cheese? <laughs> I do grilled cheese. Now, Is Jimmy John's cheese... open? No. Do you do butter on it or mayo on your grilled cheese? I've done it both ways. Okay. I'm a mayo guy. See, I'm a butter guy, and then I like to dip my grilled cheese in mayo. Okay. I like the mayo on the on the, on the the latter end. Gotcha. The former ladder. On, the, on yeah. the finishing end. Ladder. Yeah. Former ladder. I never get yeah. those right. All right, I got one more for you. Okay. Tight ends. Ooh, I love tight ends. Yes, you do. So we got a couple of recent uh, uh, free agent acquisitions, and then we have a big free agent. Uh, he may have been a trade, but from last year. So here are your three tight ends. Hunter Henry. Okay. Jonu Smith. Okay. And Austin Hooper. Ooh. I think it's a pretty good list. Oh, that went down my sleeve. <laughs> We have ash in the sleeve, what everyone. Does that happen? Alert! Alert! Crisis alert! Crisis so, alert! For all you, for all you community fans out there. Given the situation now, I am going to keep Hooper because I think Henry and Johnny are going to cancel each other out. It hurts both of their fantasy relevance having them on the same team. Okay. Especially with Cam throwing to them. You are keeping Hooper. I'm going to keep Hooper. Okay. I'm going to trade Henry because he's the bigger name than Janu. I could get more for Henry. He's also literally bigger. He's tall. He's right, taller. <laughs> right. And I'm going to cut Janu. Okay. All right. There's that. You don't agree, but that's my reasoning. Uh, well, I guess. No, that probably makes the most sense. Honestly, I had not thought for this one about what I would do. I yeah. just kind of came up with it as we were talking. Okay. Because I was kind of thinking about what you would do with those two Patriots tight ends. Yeah, I thought you were going to so. throw Irv in there. <laughs> but you know what I would do. Yeah, with you would make love to Irv, marry Irv. No, wait, we're doing a different game. <laughs> Mary F. Kill? <laughs> that's, the, that's the game I was going for. Yeah. Irv for all three, except Kill. <laughs> all right. Um, so that's the end of that game. Are you ready to talk about JK? <laughs> yeah, and then you want to finish with trades? Uh, I, we, we had a few. Actually, you should tell our trade story first. It'll be a good intro. A little, good, a little interlude. Okay. <laughs> Let me find it. You are having a rough time over there. What is a good cigar? Don't burn down my garage. So, the League of Extraordinary the, Gentlemen. The League of Shit. This is Barry Crimson's baby. Yeah, so I... Uh, Ten-team Superflex. I had thrown out... Uh, I had actually listed a... I, I have a, a glut of linebackers in this. It's an IDP league. Um, and I have a, a ton of linebackers. And so I listed all of my linebackers available. And uh, I just wanted to see what kind of nibbles I'd get. And uh, Cousin Eddie approached me, and he uh, was interested in Bush. He actually, he was a busy, he's a busy guy. Yeah, Cousin Eddie likes the Bush. <laughs> that dirty Michigan Bush. So what he did was he hearted Bush. You know, you can do that in Sleeper, like you're interested in him. Um, I've never done it, but I heard it's a thing. Yeah. 
But the thing is, is if you don't catch it right away, you don't know who the hell put the heart on it. Because I've got hearted players in my leagues, and I don't know who if did it. If you click on the player, you, it, in their description, it'll tell you who hearted it. Oh, it does? Mm-hmm. That's good to know. Yeah, you're Thanks. welcome. But I saw it right away. And he's like, I've just been really busy. That's all I could muster. So we had a chat about um, Devin Bush. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he, I said, well, I'm pretty sure you're 1-6 or 1-7 where we had would be out of the question. He's like, I don't think I could come to grips with doing that. Maybe I could do my second for another player, and then you see you know, who you'd like as a player. Or I could offer up my 2022nd and roll the dice. And I looked okay. at his team, and it, it just didn't make sense with a, his second rounder and another player. And he already offered up the 2022 first, so I accepted it. So 2022 first, first for Devin Bush. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's hot. That. Yeah. He got the linebacker he wanted. I get another pick next year. Yeah, that's really good. So then what's really fun about these leagues on Sleeper is when one trade happens, the chat blows up, right? Everybody wants to get down to the trade it's action. FOMO. It is FOMO. Absolutely. And then you even were like, I want a first next year. I want firsts. You said something like that. Yeah, I want firsts. Right. And that was part of the many reasons I was so confused about what happened. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, and then I, you know, I just had my, my trade juices flowing. And then uh, Brett B came along. And me and Brett B were chatting a bit because I had offered up Kelsey. Because uh, I wanted my team to get younger. I This is still a team I inherited, and I still want to make it my own. Um, Wait, you didn't initially draft in this league? No. Whose team did you take over? I think I took over a team. I don't think I drafted this one. Yes, you did. This was the best draft ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Never mind. This but was I, the one that still, flew with no time limit. Yeah, I didn't. I, I finished in the middle, so. How dare you? I'm a middling team. You hear that, Barry? He's disrespecting your league. You didn't even remember the draft. I apologize, Barry. I am in so many leagues. But we'll talk about disrespect in the league in a second. Can we pause for a second? You want to pause? Want to be your bad and Brett B and I were talking. And, or maybe that was in the main chat. Somebody talk, Somebody mentioned Brandon. Yeah. Want to be your bad was like, who the hell's Brandon? He had no <laughs> idea who it was because we call him Barry Crimson. It was That's pretty funny. Great. It was pretty funny. All right, Even his wife continue. calls him Barry. I know, right? Um, <clears throat> just like a little side note uh, where I work. Uh, there was a chick I work with, Teresa. Uh, she had been there for years. And for some reason, one day I called her T-Rex. I don't know why I did it, but it stuck, right? Everybody in the company called her T-Rex. It's a sick nickname. It is. It's, And I used to tell new people it's because she's got short arms. Well, she's a girl. So everybody called her T-Rex. And then... Her family started calling her T-Rex, and her husband even calls her T-Rex to this day. It's so funny. <laughs> and I can't for the life of me remember why the hell I called her T-Rex to start with. Her name starts with a T, and you yeah. needed a name. You know, you needed a phone, oh, you know? So funny. Um, so, yeah, side note. Um, it's pretty good. So then uh, me and Brett B were throwing out different things, and we finally settled on. He got Kelsey... My 2021 fifth and your 2021 third. Okay. And I got OJ Howard. And then I got his first this year, which I think is 1 7, 
and a first next year. It's just funny the different league, <clears throat> the different leagues, and just the kind of different people. Because the one league I can picture where I have Kelsey, if I tried to get, if I tried to get OJ Howard a first mid first this year and a first next year, yep. people would laugh in my face. It's just uh, for so frustrating because I'd love to move Kelsey. He won me a championship and then got me a second place. But now I boy, you really wish you had your like Vikings my stick. stick. Man, yeah. So it's just funny how the league can make such a difference, you know. But. Yeah. All right. So then. So then, at the same time where I was trying to unload Kelsey, I was trying to unload Thomas, Michael you tell, Thomas. You tell your side, and then I'll tell you what was going through Ralph's brain. On so what I had done is I had offered up Thomas to quite a few people, and they I, they don't have the trades that I withdrew. Um, but I was offering up Thomas for a wide receiver and a 2022 first is what I was looking for. Okay. Because people, you know, a lot of people don't worry about 2022. They don't worry about the next year until that next year. Happens. And that's how you get a bunch of picks in a draft is exactly. you get them before people care that much. Exactly. Yeah. Which was my intention yeah, here. So right. I had thrown out a, like at least four offers and you were one of them. And I offered you Thomas for Debo Samuel and your 2022 first, knowing full well you were not going to give me your 2022 first because you want to acquire 2022 firsts. And I have no picks until the fourth in that league this year, right? which is super frustrating after losing to Barry in the championship. And then minutes later, <laughs> I get a counter from you. Counter is, I give you Michael Thomas. You give me <laughs> C.D. Lamb and a 2022 first. Pause. Now, first, let's just all think about how ridiculous it is that, no, I'm unwilling to give up Debo Samuel, but I'll just swap that for C.D. Lamb. Y'all know how I feel about C.D. Lamb. Right. And I figured, I knew you messed up. <laughs> I had the text written out to you. Seriously, I was like, I don't think you meant to send me that but trade instead, offer. But instead, I accepted. Just to be a jerk. <laughs> I accepted C.D. Lamb in your 2021 first for Michael Thomas. And then I don't say anything after I accept it. And then you, or let me get the exact, I want to get the exact. Yep, do it. Well, no, before you give my reaction, let me tell you what I was thinking. <laughs> I see the offer. So I'm on the couch. It's it's afternoon. I, I had not had anything to drink, contrary to popular belief. Claire is talking to me about something wedding related. She's showing me like bouquets or, or centerpieces or something. She's talking and I'm looking at my phone and I see this offer because all these trays have gone through. So I'm kind of half here, half there. I see the offer, I'm looking at the teams, and sometimes when you look at the trade offer on Sleeper, it can be hard to tell which side is yours and which side is the other one. No, it, it can't. Okay, it can. Okay, in your I'm defense. in 31 leagues, and I'm looking, and I'm going, all right, I don't know which one I'm in. And I thought I'd check carefully, and in my mind, based on my observations, I thought... <laughs> I thought you were offering me Debo and your first for Michael Thomas, which I think is very reasonable because I have Michael Thomas in a lot of leagues. Yep. So I'm that's what I thought happened. So then I clicked the counter 
and took out Debo and put in CeeDee Lamb, thinking I'm getting CeeDee Lamb in a 2022 first for Michael Thomas. Then you accept it, and I looked at it, and I go, oh, no. <laughs> All right. So then. what I posted. <laughs> this was not my proudest moment. Was I was great. embarrassed. I this, was embarrassed. This did make for pretty good TV. But though. everyone knew what had happened. Yeah. Everyone knew it was a mistake. So what did I say? So. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I read that wrong. I'm sorry. Can we retract? I'm an idiot. F me. <laughs> and then someone said he uh, did something to you but looked consensual. <laughs> Barry Crimson was nice enough to say, laugh out loud, yeah, I can retract if it was a mistake. Yeah, Barry's got my back. It was immediate. This is, you know, obviously this is not buyer's remorse. And then you said, sorry, Dave. Obviously, I wouldn't have counter with Lamb. I'm in too many leagues, and I was distracted. And and I told people not to day drink and to stay in school. And And I said I wasn't drinking. (laughs) I was just sitting here talking to my lady. (laughs) No. Oh, yeah. And then. It was funny. I did say that. uh, I did know that you had messed up and I just accepted it just to be funny. It was it was really funny. It was really funny. I was just, you know, it just reiterates how much you need to check. Because if you're in a league with people you don't know. Yeah. That's not going to be an auto retract just because you say. Right. You know. Yeah, a lot like of people you could, are. You could get a real jerky kind of a group, and that's the end of that, yeah. you know, which would be really frustrating. So, anyway, that was fun. All right, you ready to talk, J.K. Dobbins? And then actually, the Kelsey just trade kidding. Was, oh, the Kelsey trade was after that had happened. Oh, that was after. Yeah. Okay. So I greased the wheels for you with my ridiculousness. You did. It was so good. All right. So everybody appreciated it. Ralph said. Dave said. Uh, second installment of Ralph said, Dave said, this uh, segment is sweeping the fantasy football <laughs> sweeping world our thirteen listeners by storm. So last week, Dave and I debated Amari two, Crapper two weeks ago. two weeks ago because last week we didn't have time to do the research. Right. We hadn't planned well enough. It was a whole big thing. So two weeks ago, we we debated Amari Crapper. I argued why you should never want him, and Dave argued why you should. I think it's clear who won that. America, America, um. So uh, now we are ready to, we, we needed to find a player for me to argue, argue the positive of. And I, there's a lot of players I love, but maybe not a lot of players that would be, not a lot of players maybe that I love irrationally. Most of them have some rational aspects to them. And this is irrational. My love of J.K. Dobbins, I mean, we so we said that I would take him over, well, I we pretty much I would take him over. I think I said I would take run CMC over him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it ended, if I recall. Yeah. So you think I'm crazy. I, I don't think you're crazy. I just think you have a an overinflated love of him. If that makes you crazy, then you're crazy. But I've always said if you like your guys, you go after your guys. You fight for your guys. Like there was a time where I loved Edelman. I was a Julian Edelman truther. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have taken him over a lot of people. So I know exactly, you know, where you're coming from. But Edelman didn't did not go to my favorite school, my favorite college. There is um, that. He yeah, is the Buckeye. That's true. That does help yeah. your your case. So, <clears throat> shall I start? Please. I know you're itching 
to to start. So go for it. Okay. And and you know now that I'm now that I'm thinking about this, I'm not sure my argument will convince you to take him over guys like Kamara, Barkley, right, CMC. But I think I can argue that he is a very valuable asset. Right. And I, I mean, I'm not going to argue he's not. A I know I'm. Cr- asset. I know I'm crazy to take him over all other running backs. Yeah. I get that. And this this isn't me saying that he's a terrible running back. Sure. I'm just justifying yeah. why he's not top three, four, or five. Got it. Okay. So let's get started here. So I'm going to start start at the beginning. Let's talk. Let, let's talk about the day that J.K. Dobbins entered cons- the world. Okay, was conceived. No, um, no. I'm going to start with uh, with his career at, o- at Ohio State. Okay. So three seasons at Ohio State, thousand yards all three seasons. As a junior in 2019, 301 rushes for 2,000 yards, 21 touchdowns, 6.7 yards per carry. He added 23 receptions for 247 and two touchdowns in the passing game. And that is not an offense traditionally that passes to the running back very much. It's just not something Ohio State does. Now, those numbers, I think most would say that Jonathan Taylor, now that the 2022 season, sorry, 2020 season has has expired, I think most would say that Jonathan Taylor is the cream of that crop of those running backs coming in, right? Yes. Um, I was going to go with CEH, but his his college numbers blew CEHs out of the water, but there were also some differences there. So with Jonathan Taylor coming out of the Big Ten, main running back, on his team, whatever, the numbers were almost identical in 2019 to J.K. Dobbins. And you would consider Taylor now to be a... Maybe a first, second round turn startup pick. True. All right. Now, Taylor, on the other hand, did it beating up on bad defenses. For example, against Ohio State on October 20th, he went 20 carries, 52 yards, and it was a loss to Ohio State. Wow, you're going deep on this one. I, I was very excited about it. Dobbins, on the other hand, he put up big numbers against solid defenses. Uh-huh. For example, against said Wisconsin. Two games against Wisconsin, Dobbins had 53 rushes for 375 and 3. They were both wins by the Buckeyes. And then in the playoffs against Clemson, which was a loss, but there's some there's some controversy around that loss. The targeting call got uh, linebacker kicked out, some things like that. But, but in that playoff game against Clemson, as his last college game, uh, J.K. Dobbins had 18 for 174 and one, and six catches for 47. So he, he left his mark. Big game. Yeah. I'm gonna set this down. I need to focus. <laughs> <clears throat> now, get to the NFL. J.K. Dobbins was a second round pick, 55th overall in 2020. He was the fifth running back selected, but he was the perfect fit in my opinion. He went to the Baltimore Ravens, a team that loves to crush the ball. Uh-huh. And they're an RPO offense, and that is what J.K. Dobbins did at Ohio State. They're an RPO offense. It was, in my opinion, the perfect meshing of of, uh, offenses for him. It's what he ran at Ohio State. And because he was the fifth running back off the board, you were – many people were lucky that he may have become a bargain in rookie drafts because other guys were taken higher. There were places where, you know, Swift was kind of the pre – pre-processed darling mm-hmm. and ceh going to the chiefs and taylor with the big bulging biceps 
and Akers even went ahead of Dobbins in certain places depending on who was in the draft. It's true. So you got a little bit of a bargain compared to those other big-name running backs in a great running back draft. So he started the year slow, but I would argue he had competition with Ingram, who was a solid player on that team, and Gus Edwards, who was a great um, role player. They clearly wanted to work Dobbins in slow, make him earn it. And that Ravens offense had issues initially as well. So, you know, they were trying to change Lamar Jackson into a pocket passer. That was not working. So there were a lot of issues with that offense yep. trying to get going. Eventually, it really picked up when they let Lamar Jackson kind of do his thing. So, again, if you were lucky, you had a buying window with J.K. Dobbins because it wasn't looking like he was going to be the guy. He wasn't showing what you'd hoped that he would show. Um, he had single-digit carries in weeks one through six because of all the things I just mentioned. But he also had some flashes. Week one, he had two rushing touchdowns because he was the goal line back. He had two goal line, like, red zone touchdown carries. Week three, he had four receptions for 38 yards. Not a big reception year, but that was a good flash. Week five, he had one 34-yard carry. It was his only carry, but that was early in the year when he wasn't getting used much, and sure. that's an explosive play. Uh, again, he was getting goal line work. Get to week seven. Starting at week seven, let's see. Um, he, from week seven on, he had 11 to 15 carries per week. So that number really jumped from the single, single digits. Week 15, he had 113 yards rushing. Now, the big thing for finishing the year was weeks 10 through 16. He had a touchdown every week. And that's a great floor. Yeah. And week 16 was the big one, 13 for 160 and 2. Still not Harry, Harry, still not high on the carry number, but super efficient with them. And he had a lot of big plays, too. And he had a lot of big plays. Because he's an explosive guy. Stop making my argument for me. Let me do my thing. (laughs) Um, And then he had his playoff games. His playoff game against Tennessee, he actually had a receiving touchdown. And I would argue that now that Ingram is out, his receiving touchdown opportunities will go up because two years ago, Mark Ingram's receiving numbers were massive for the Ravens. True. Now, if Lamar Jackson becomes more of a pocket passer like they seem to want him to do, even though it didn't work at the beginning of last year, J.K. Dobbins will for sure have more opportunities. Uh Also... Uh, a couple of rankings for the year. He had the eighth longest rush of the year. He had a 72-yard rush, again with the explosiveness. He, uh, and then he also had, he was third in the league in yards per carry this year. He had six yards per carry. Do you know who was ahead of him? A um, couple of quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. He I, was the top running back yards per carry I was going to say on, my mom but. on the year. And the final thing I'll say is that I personally see a lot of similarities between J.K. Dobbins and a former Baltimore running back fantasy darling named Ray Rice. Let's hope he doesn't end his career like Ray Rice. No, because he's a nice guy. So, ultimately, those are my arguments for why I have nothing but optimism for just getting Dobbins. Okay. 
It's pretty good, right? That was good. <laughs> Thank I you. I mean, if we reach out to Dobbins, I think he might let you write his autobiography. Well, that might be a little. That might be a little much. Yeah. All right. So what you got? Give me the. Give me the negative. <clears throat> well, it's not negative. I mean, he's a great. You just want to pour some pour some sugar on me? No. Pour some uh, water on my fire. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not... I just want to temper your expectations is what I want to do. Okay. Okay. So, there's already been drafts happening this year, right? So, ADP's average draft positions have already been established for a lot of players, a lot of leagues, and whatnot. Okay. I scoured the interwebs for average draft positions for running backs. Okay. These are people just like you and me who are drafting. Well, okay? just like you and me. I mean, they're not as pretty. <laughs> in one, I'm not going to list all of them, but in one it went C-Mac, Barkley, JT, Cook, Chubb, Dobbins at six. What round? I, I just have it as the – I don't have a round. Hmm. I just have it listed in, in running backs taken. Okay. Okay. And then it went Swift, C.H., Henry, Akers, Zeke, Jacobs, Robinson, Jones. Okay. The second one I looked at went Cook, Chubb, J.T., Kamara, Henry, Akers at six, then C.Mac, then Barkley, then Dobbins was ninth. Okay. I kept looking. One, I had him, I saw him at eighth, one at 26th. One at 17th and one at 14th. Those are in running backs? Yes, just running backs okay. taken. So all over the place. So he's not really a consensus guy. Mm-hmm. You know, you are going off of... Um, I don't think I have that one. So I'm gonna keep oh, sorry. It. That's okay. Um, so you're, a lot of yours is, is emotion. You know, Emotion? I gave you, you, I did. Gave you a lot of argument. You did give I arguments. I tried very hard not to go off of emotion. But... Uh, but a lot of it, before you did this, before you looked into it, a lot of it has been emotion for you. Okay, but I knew all this was true. I just needed I, to I get understand. it written down. I okay, I've got, I've got rebuttals. You continue. Okay, yeah, you, you have got, rebuttals. You continue. So his ADP and Dynasty, and this is Dynasty, not just redraft, is all over the place. Okay. Um, last year, <clears throat> he was – now, granted, he did have a slow start. You know, he was behind – Ingram, he was behind Edwards to start. So he was 23rd in fantasy points. He was 16th in total touchdowns with nine. Um, he was 16th in rushing yards with 805. And he had four drops. That was 31st. I think that's good. You want to have less drops than more drops. I think 31st in drops is actually good. But he yeah. still had some drops. Yeah. So he can't catch the ball. <laughs> well, that's... Okay. So, right now, with um, Ingram, I believe he went... Did he go to the Texans? We didn't talk about that. Houston. Yeah, he went to the Texans. Yeah. yeah. So now he only has Gus Edwards' as competition for now, right? But, I mean, you got to think, they love to run the ball in Baltimore. You got to think they're going to bring somebody else in, either a rookie or, you know, some other veteran to come in. Because you said if Jackson becomes a pocket passer, he's going to do all these things, right? That's what you said. I even got my pen and, and wrote it down. 
you know, if he's able to become a pocket passer. That's not the only way. What I'm saying is if that were to happen, now he's a complete bell cow. Okay. But he, he efficiency can't, is his thing. He can't be a true bell cow though if he's got Edwards there. Right? I think he's gonna end up working Edwards out of the job. You think. But if they keep Well, bring, I can't predict the future, Dave. I, I understand. We're not in twenty twenty one yet. But there's other running backs in other situations where they're set up to be the guy. There's not somebody else where you think that they're gonna be there to to hawk touchdowns or hawk carries or hawk receptions. I mean you've got C Mac, you've got Barkley, Dalvin Cook, JT, you know, just to name four. I mean, you can't really name who their backup is or, or who is right? Uh I would argue that JT has Hines taking a lot of work from him, so okay. take that one away. But you look at the season that JT had and going forward to yeah, a string, a short string of games that JT had was pretty good. Mm-hmm. A and short string that Dobbins had was pretty good too at the tail end of the season. Yeah, they both did what you would expect. They got better at the end of the season. Right. Yeah, so I'm just saying that you look at who Baltimore has because with Indy, they're not going to have a, a rushing quarterback now, they're not going to have a guy. Like Jackson, who's going to run, 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 and steal rushes and steal potential touchdowns from Dobbins. You know, those goal line rushes are going to go to JT. The goal line rushes for the Ravens could very easily be a sneak by Jackson. But last year they weren't. The goal line running back was J.K. Dobbins as the season went on. Yeah, find your little stats. Yeah, I've got my stats. So last year... Dobbins had nine touchdowns rushing. Gus Edwards, you know how many he had? Six. He had six. Yep. So that takes six away from what Dobbins would have had. Yeah, if it continues that way. Yeah, if it continues. I think it's going to. I think they're going to bring another running back in. I don't think anyone coming in will be of significance. Okay. So as long as Jackson is a a rushing quarterback and as long as he is still mobile... You know, it's going to limit Dobbins' ceiling. Because if I'm looking at running backs, I'm going to want to stay away from running backs who have a rushing quarterback. You know, a quarterback who's just going to take off at a moment's notice. A quarterback who's going to have design rushes. Carson Wentz doesn't have design rushes for him. I, I don't think that the designed rushes for Lamar Jackson... I think the design rushes, the number of design rushes, I think, are going down. I think that the rushes he has are where he's improvising and getting free because there isn't anything available. They don't want... (laughs) They don't want to design rushes for him because they don't want him to get hurt. I understand. I would also argue that a rushing quarterback is better for a running back. We've seen a million examples of that as the years have gone on. That a running back with a rushing quarterback is going to be better off because defenses have to account for it. And it's going to give him running lanes. But it's also going to take away from his opportunities, though. I don't think it's the same situation as a place like... That's just how I see it. But I think his... I mean, you look at, like... Look at Buffalo with Josh Allen. Mm -hmm. He clearly takes away from the running backs because their running backs aren't any good. If you have a good running back, 
then it just opens up opportunities because you can trust him to go and they have to account for the quarterback. Yep. Another thing too is, you know, if you have Dobbins in a PPR league, he had 18 receptions on 24 targets. It's true. PPR is not as good for him. He had just over one reception a game for 120 yards, no touchdowns. Okay, Gus Edwards, he had nine receptions for 129. So he had half the receptions and nine more yards. J.K. Dobbins is capable of catching the ball, and I think capable, but but I think that that offense, I think they're going to try to rework things this year because their offense had so much struggles, and I think that'll be something that they'll try to figure out how to work back in. Well, you hope so because you have Dobbins in a lot of leagues. I'm just saying. And then there are so many other running backs who I would take in a PPR league over Dobbins just for the simple fact that I know they're going to get three, four, five receptions. In a game. The other thing I'll say is you talked about average draft position, how he's kind of all over the place. Yeah. I think if you're getting him as, if somebody's getting him as the 26th best best running back in a dynasty startup, which is ridiculous. Yeah. That's, that's insanely good. Like nobody, nobody would have a problem with that. Anybody would take him there and be super happy about it. I'm just saying is that he's not a consensus, you know, top 10 guy right now. But I also think there's plenty of startups where I don't get Dobbins because I'm not willing to take any running back that high. Right. He's still a running back. So I think, you know, you're always going to have people that are more in love with a running back than I am. True. You know? I just got another trade offer. hey Goodness gracious. So, I mean, just based off of like most of my leagues I have are PPR. I mean, obviously you do too. Mm. So I have... God, do you have any standards left? They're either half or full, but they're no standards. I do have a couple standards. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you have no you have no standards. That's funny. <laughs> it's true. So I have Dobbins as my ninth running back. Okay. I've got Cook, Chubb, JT, Kamara, Akers, Swift, C-Mac, CEH, and Dobbins. That's my, that's my list. Now, if he starts... Sorry, say that one more time. I got distracted by the Cook, message for this. Chubb, JT, Kamara, Akers, Swift, C-Mac, C-E-H, Dobbins. Okay. And that's in no particular order. Sure, I was going to say that must not be. Yeah, just off the top of my head. Cook, obviously, number one, because let Dalvin cook, baby. Um, but if Dobbins starts getting more receptions, if you, what you say is true, that they're going to design more things for him... Obviously, that's going to go up. But that's the one thing that I look at. If I'm in all these leagues that are PPR, he's just not catching passes. In Baltimore, they're not throwing to the running backs. Uh, because once, you know, they're not doing a lot of screens to running backs. You know, once Jackson takes off, it's it's done, you know? Uh, yeah, so I will, I, I will agree with that statement that in PPR, he is not, to normal people, the most right. appealing piece. I get that. All right, let me... All right, good argument. That was a good argument. Um, hopefully you appreciate the research that I put in. Yeah, I do, and I, I, I did a little it. bit of research as well. All right, ready for this trash offer I just got? Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, this is an example of somebody looks at my team, and they think, boy, <laughs> he's terrible at running back. Let's get him some running backs. 
So, so just to give you an idea, I'll just tell you my team really quick, and then we're going to end with I got to – Well, I have okay. a couple trades too to go oh, okay. through real quick Well, too. okay. All right. We'll see how this goes. So my team, this team in that Eddie League that I was just talking about where I have the I had the orphan. I've tried to make it my own. Josh Allen, Ito Smith, Carlos Hyde. Nice. Uh, Lamb, Cup, and then it's two tight ends. So Goddard and Andrews, Jonu Smith, Chenault, Carr. And then on my bench, not a lot to write home about. I, I have Marquise Brown. I've got Troutman. Um, some guys like jo- like John Brown and Jeffrey that I just can't move, whatever. So somebody looks at that team, they go, oh, this guy has no running backs. I'm going to offer him some running backs. Wait till you hear this offer. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. The guy wants my 110. Why not? Here's what he's offering to give me. <laughs> Mike Davis, <clears throat> Kalen Balazs. Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson. I mean, they're thinking quantity over quality. What are they obviously. doing? Yeah. Like that—that is embarrassing. That's an embarrassing offer. That's no bueno. And he sent me a message that says, "Any interest in those guys for cheap? I'm not really asking for the 110." Well, then why did you post that? That's ridiculous. No, I don't want any of those guys for cheap. Nice. So in, in one of my leagues, right, let's hear it. Um, I was the worst team. What I had a horrible I team. I, I came away with the one one. Uh, in this one, I just so briefly, I this guy approached me because I put uh, Michael Thomas up and and Waller up. Oh, and I have one five by the way. Okay. So if I want a running back, I can get nice. one there probably. All right. So in this league, I already have the one one. So this guy, this was the offer he gave me. He offered Waller, Michael Thomas. Or no, this is what I'm giving him. I'm giving him Waller. Michael. Oh, yeah, turn around whose team it was, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Waller, Thomas, Amendola, who's the next Danny Amendola, and Homer. <laughs> Travis Homer. <laughs> and in return, I'm getting Brady, Mel Gordon, Gasecki, the 1 8, 1 12, and 2 8. Wow. So I'll have the 1-1, one, one, the 1-8. And one, that went, and went through? Yeah, I, I snap accepted that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So he really wanted Waller and Michael Thomas. Amandola and Homer maybe just to even it out. Yeah, I have that's, no idea. You can have them. And who did you get again? I got Brady. Brady, Gordon. Gordon, Gusecki, 1-8, one, 1-12, one, and 2-8. Oh, that is an absolute smash. Mm-hmm. Why can't I get offers like that for Michael yeah. Thomas? I never have Wall. And then but. since, because I this was a rough team, so I needed depth still. So this one guy offered me Landry and Lamichael P Ryan for my two one, and I accepted that too, because I don't think I don't know if Beckham's gonna be in Cleveland. You know, Landry's a surprisingly consistent piece. So yeah. I got like you him. don't know it you don't know it week to week but then you look and yeah. you're like oh he was actually pretty good and then one other one I have an M- I have my four MFL leagues I took over as uh, orphans they're all one quarterback leagues and I was shopping Rodgers because I in this league I've got Rodgers I've got Josh Allen I've got Herbert and I've got Tua as my quarterbacks right okay. so I'd shopped Rodgers and this guy's like I really don't want Rodgers but I would love to have Josh Allen. So we ended up working it out where I gave him Josh Allen, Robbie Anderson, and Jimmy Graham. Okay. I got back Jalen Hurts, Michael Pittman, Irv Smith, and a 2022 first. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah. So I, I already had I already had Herbert, and I still have Rogers that I still want to unload. So that was an actual conversation where you guys were talking through it. Yeah, because and the other one was an offer that came to you, and just you smash accept. Smash accept. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Come on, man. So I, I'm finally getting into trade mode, um, and I'm still looking at unloading Thomas in uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. So. <laughs> Don't come to me, you jerk. I'll never accept anything. So now, in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I have Uncle Eddie's 2020 For, for the record, Debo and the 2022 second was not a horrible... That would have been fine, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah. I just... I don't want to give up the first. But that offer was fine. Thank you. I thought so, too. <laughs> but I love C.D. Lamb in your 2022 first for Thomas. Yeah, you I know, you loved, think about that. I would have loved getting that for Thomas too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, more trades to come, hopefully. All right, well, <clears throat> let's wrap this bad boy up. That we? was a full friggin' episode. That was a full episode. We that haven't gone great. that long in a while, so that's what she said. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I can keep my getting up and working out before work going because I feel like tomorrow's not going to happen. We'll see. Well, it's only. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, but I gotta do a little bit of dishes before I go to bed. Just throw them in the dishwasher. I don't know. Oh, too soon. Too soon. Okay, you're the dishwasher. So we're gonna end with. I'm I'm gonna end with a Gaelic storm. You like Gaelic storm because of the storytelling? Yeah, I got I got one you're gonna love. I got one you're gonna love. So we're gonna about a a masseuse who was flashed. No, (laughs) (laughs) they could come up with a new one. No, we're gonna no, we're gonna end with Gaelic Storm. It's called "Don't Go for the One." I think you're gonna love it, um, and we're gonna listen to a certain point. Uh, so, so no rage to end today. We're gonna end with this. That's okay. Um, but I think you'll enjoy it. I like it. Uh, so, on that note, so you did not say the mystery phrase. Oh, what was it? It was "Goodness gracious." I was waiting for you to say it. Wow, I usually say that a you lot. Do I can't, goodness gracious! You, I can't believe I didn't say you it. You had incentive the last couple of weeks, so I thought. <laughs> You know, I figured with some of these places these players are going, you'd you'd whip it out, but you didn't whip it out. It, it stayed in your pants. Yeah, sometimes I don't whip it out. Yeah. All right, nice. Um, sweet. Well, yeah, that's uh, oh, that's okay. Yeah. And we didn't have we didn't have green beer, which was last week's uh, mystery phrase. Yeah, it's just okay. regular colored. It's all right. Oh well. All right. So this has been trips right with Ralph and Dave. Yeah. I'm Ralph, and I was Dave. And thank you so much. And we're gonna close it out with "Don't Go for the One" by Gaelic Storm. And I, I will I will say though. Then next week, we're going to try to do a whole lot better. I don't know how we can do better than this. This really was a good episode. This was a good episode. Yeah. More to come, friends. All right, buddy. Check this out. Oh! Can I just say that if you guys enjoy us, pass us on to your friends. Yeah. If you've got leagues with, you know, people who are inept at trading or they love fantasy football and are itching for a podcast, pass us on. Pass us on. We love new listeners. Yeah, we do. We love you, our yes. faithful listeners, yes. but we love new listeners yeah, the people as well. we know. Yeah, pass right. it on to some more people. Yeah. All right, so we're ending with Gaelic Storm. Don't go for the one. And Check actually, this out, Dave. If, oh, my God, I'm going to smack you. If you pass us a new listener, you get a lap dance from Ralph. <laughs> we'll send you a signed cigar in the mail. All right, check <laughs> this out. You can do that. My friend Harvey married Tracy McCall. I cry she I was a scary old doll. A voice out of hell and a temper to boot. Arms like a navy and a face like dried fruit. 
Thanks so much for listening. Check out some Gaelic Storm. Happy St. Paddy's Day. Happy St. Paddy's Day.